What's up, y'all? Mm-hmm. It's your girls, Joe and Mo. Hey. And we are bringing y'all the final episode of season seven of the Rooted Life podcast. Yes, ma'am. If you're new here, which would be kind of wild, but also kind of cool, uh, a little bit about us. So we've been best friends for over 14 years, wow. and we've been hosting this podcast together for the last four of those years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're super passionate about helping people thrive in their relationships with God, themselves, and others in that order. So not only do we have this podcast, but we put out great content on our IG page at Rooted Life Podcast on the Version Bible app and through partnerships with other content creators so we can focus on encouraging others. Yes, ma'am. And as many of you know, this is actually the final season of our podcast, like Doe said. And uh, this season, we're talking about what does it take to finish well? Well, we believe there are six components to finishing well. And the first four that we've talked about have been number one, focus, two, insight, three, next level thinking, and number four, inspiration. Yep. And the last two we covered in our last episode and the ones we'll wrap up today. So the last episode, we talked about sound speech mm. and we were read honey per usual. Honey. Um, you know, my biggest takeaway from the episode was really about the importance of using what we say to show that we're in partnership with God. That's like really instead of speaking doubt and worry and mistrust into our relationship with him, mm. we can just choose to use language that shows that we're in agreement with the fact that Amen. he is good and he wants good for us. Dang, that's good. That is good. Mm. It's still reading us. It really is. I can't wait to. I mean, because when you think about wow. it, like a real relationship, imagine if mm. in our friendship, I'm always like, yeah. I don't know if she's going to show up. I don't know if she's going to wow. be there. I don't know if she really cares about me. Like, wow. if I was speaking all of that into our relationship, how would it yeah. impact our ability to thrive as friends? And that's hurtful. Yeah. That's actually really hurtful. Yeah. Especially when your character has only shown that you come through. Been faithful. Come on. Dang, might have to repent again. That's good. (laughs) Well, y'all, today we're going to talk about the last component of finishing well, which, I mean, I imagine we'll just continue to Mm -hmm. read us humility. Mm -hmm. Well, before we do that, let's get into these glows and these crows. Glows. I don't know if this is true, but I'm going to say it and we're going to process it after I say it. I was originally going to talk about developing my trust and peace during the season, which is ironic because this last week was the exact opposite of that, Mm. which is kind of funny. But you know what it is? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, he develops our trust and our peace and faces and phases. So it's like the one level of trust that I was operating at. It's like, yeah, we did that. But then he's always taking you from glory to glory, higher yeah. and higher. So it's like, yeah, you, good job, baby. You got, you got, you know, third grade level trust. Right. Great. It's time to go to fourth grade. So it's like, you know what? There has been a glow because he's now taking me to another depth of trust that's required some pruning. Yeah. My goodness. But yeah. I'm grateful to have advance to the next grade maybe we'll get out of elementary school this season maybe, maybe i'll finally get a middle school in my faith that would be i would love that for you i would i'm so tired of being elementary school <laughs> i would love for you to graduate i really like to go to middle school maybe maybe oh probably gonna goodness. be hard okay so my grow is <clears throat> last episode mm. hit me sound speech yeah particularly talking about the big c church the little c church and just like there's always so much content about horrible things that churches are doing and i think there's a place for like holding churches accountable, leaders accountable. But I just want to be careful that I'm like processing my own church hurt and I'm working to really be honoring. And I heard a pastor talk about like, when you're talking about the church, you're talking about God's bride. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you're literally talking about his bride. And I'm like, Ooh, I don't know if I talk about your bride in a way that's like, not just honest, but has like, is more honoring, Mm -hmm. you know? So just wanted to be, be more careful and mindful about how I talk about the big C church, little C church, and just to be more honoring. um, And also honest as Mm. I process all the church. Church things. All the things. 
All right. So my glows and grows, I like to start with grow. You know, I like to build up. Mm-hmm. So my grow, you know, just practicing honesty in my relationship <laughs> sooner. Yeah. Which we had a great conversation last night. You know, what I realized is that oh when gosh. you don't just bring things to the surface, they just so easily fester they and do. they just you spiral into different narratives that are not true. That's true. And it's just not helpful. It's not mm. helpful for the progression of a relationship. And it mm. doesn't help anyone to hold in how you yeah, feel. That's true. And And even, I mean, I was doing that maybe even with us, but I'm just thinking overall Mm -hmm. how, because I am conflict averse, it's like I'm comfortable having the conversation once I get there, Mm -hmm. but I hate getting there. Mm -hmm. I hate just the initial like, hey, maybe we should talk about this thing. And so that's the part that I just want to grow in my quickness with being like, hey, Mm -hmm. can we like process this real quick Mm -hmm. instead of sitting Mm -hmm. on things? So an area of growth that I look forward to um, strengthening that muscle. Mm -hmm. And then my glow, uh, just being intentional about Mm -hmm. rest time. So I'm excited about just carving out a plan around uh, my vacation that's prioritizing God, fun, development, and community. You know, I want to pour into each of those areas of my life and I want to do something or do multiple things that truly feel restful I don't want to come back from two weeks off and be like that was for nothing Mm -hmm. like so I'm just really excited about leaning into what it looks like to rest well Mm, that's good I feel like when I took my sabbatical I don't know when that was a Mm -hmm. while ago I feel like that was something I didn't get to till the end where I was like I've done all the resting but I'm actually not rested Mm. like I had laid around but I was like oh my soul is actually tired like I needed God to be more central of my rest so that I could get Mm -hmm. like that my soul could get the rest that I needed so I just think that that's really wise that you the first thing you said is that you're prioritizing your time with God so that you actually can mm-hmm. get the deep level of refreshment that you really desire. Yeah, yeah. She wise. Come trying. on, Proverbs. It's showing. Look. She's in Proverbs and it's showing. You know, the Lord is doing <laughs> what he does. Okay. He is. That's that he really that. is. Well, let's go ahead and get into this episode. So like we've said in this episode at least 10 times and also <laughs> in all the other episodes is that we are trying to help everyone, ourselves included, learn how to finish well, ending with intentionality. And what's interesting in thinking about this episode and even this content is that the same components you need to finish well are the exact same components you need to start well and Mm. thrive well and maintain well. (laughs) So this content is relevant regardless of where you find yourself because we all really need to be practicing these principles in general. Mm. And I'm excited because you're up today to share a little story, not little, but a story. I hate black people always like your little friend. And it's like, it's not little, just let it be. You know, you're here to share a story (laughs) about the role humility has played when it comes to finishing well. So why don't you go ahead and break down what we mean when we say humility? Yeah. So taking us back to episode one, humility is really about having a uh, having a mm-hmm. healthy and balanced view of ourselves and others. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we near the end of a season or a relationship, we tend to kind of get into self-preservation mode, right. which will quickly position us as like a hero or a victim mm-hmm. in a narrative. And then everyone else is just a villain. And so mm-hmm. I think it can end up making us be overly sensitive, feeling above correction, feeling superior to other people. But it also helps us navigate like hurt and disappointment. Um, humility helps us navigate hurt and disappointment mm-hmm. in an ending, especially in light of kind of our own shortcomings. Yes, agreed. That <laughs> navigating the hurt is such a big piece because it's like without the, without the humility, you spend so much time blaming everybody mm-hmm. like being angry and not really recognize like oh actually I'm just hurt mm-hmm. and I just love that humility can help you navigate your emotions I don't know if I've ever made that connection that is helping yeah. you navigate my emotions mm. okay so how did you come to realize that humility was an important part of finishing finishing well in your own life 
Well, you know, last episode, you talked about dating. I sure did, um, So I thought, you know, let's round out the season. I'll talk about a relationship as well. Okay. And we haven't talked about friendship this entire mm, season. True, true, like true. our thing. So, um, yeah, there was a friendship that um, I had that dissolved. And I was just thinking about, like, how humility or the lack thereof really mm. played out in the ending. Mm-hmm. So shortly after I moved to D.C., I um, had been friends with someone for, like, 17, 18 years. We mm-hmm. met at elementary school went to the same middle school and eventually ended up going to college together. We were roommates and we stayed friends even for some years after college. But there's, there started to be kind of this pattern of me feeling let down in our relationship, um, experiencing just some last minute flaking, lack of follow through miscommunication, just a lot of inconsistency. Mm. And so eventually I had to decide like, okay, I don't want to continue to be friends. Like this doesn't feel Um, It just doesn't feel good anymore. And Mm. so in that situation, you know, we talked about sound speech last episode and I didn't really use sound speech and how I talked about it. Mm. Um, And it wasn't really that I was bad mouthing her to others as much as in my own head. I was Mm. mischaracterizing her. Mm. And the thing about humility is like I realized that it really starts in your mind. It starts with how are you seeing yourself versus others? Do you see yourself on the same playing field, lower Mm. than, above? And in this scenario, I was like seeing her as just a bad person she Mm. was really the villain here and in I saw her as someone who was intentionally out to hurt me, Mm. who wasn't really regarding my feelings and who, in my mind, I was like, I don't need to forgive you because you have wronged me. So yeah, that's crazy. It's not that, but this idea that like pride is so natural to us, this like self-righteous feeling of I'm better than everybody else. And Mm -hmm. everyone should like this like pedestal that we all just naturally put ourselves on where everyone needs to like reach our metric or our bar, our benchmark with no grace for anybody else. But then it's when the tables are turned, we're like, well, they didn't give me grace. Mm -hmm. It's just so interesting how pride is so natural to us and how much work it takes to really and really connection with God to to really have humility. So how do you think pride may have been presenting itself in this moment? And how did it keep you from from finishing well? Well, you know, my pride made me see myself as a victim. So Mm. it was I was someone who all this was happening to and Mm. I wasn't really an active part of how it played out. So Mm. I saw here that I had this false sense of superiority. Like in my head, I would be like, well, I would never do that to anyone. Mm. Or if I was reflecting on other relationships, even if I knew I wasn't showing up my best, my barometer was, well, at least I'm not showing up like Mm -hmm. X. And that's just not a helpful approach. Like (laughs) I I thought about it later and it it was really a protective mechanism, Mm. but it gave me an unhealthy view of myself to the point where not only was I unable to receive correction in my other relationships, Mm. but I had left no room for her her humanity. Mm. And I really had no idea. You know, I realized on the back end, I didn't know what she was going through in life. You know, as we started to really separate and not really talk anymore, Mm -hmm. then I'm just like spiraling deeper and deeper into disappointment and resentment. Mm. And I later learned that she was facing a lot of challenges in life with, with her mom and with her relationships. And Mm. um, it's not to say that hardship is an excuse to neglect our friendships, but it certainly gives us some additional context as to why someone may be struggling to show up or to mm. nurture a relationship. Mm-hmm. So in the, in this particular instance, pride really just kind of prevented me from extending any compassion. Wow. And it also served as a barrier uh, to me receiving any other helpful feedback. <sighs> what do you want me to say? You want me to say, I'm, you want me to repent? Is that, is that what you're trying to get at Holy Spirit? <laughs> you're right. I do need to work on that. Okay. I hear you loud and clear. What I was thinking about as you were talking was just like how your, all of us, our perception of self influences how we see other people for sure. and how we really need God to help us see ourselves clearly. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that sometimes we can get on one end where it's like, I'm so gifted and I'm so great. Or then you can go on the other side of the spectrum where you're like, I'm the worst and, and I get everything wrong. And it's, it really takes God to have a healthy, realistic view of what you're good at and mm-hmm. what you need to grow in. I just mm-hmm. think that it's interesting because pride will have you all the way on one end of the spectrum Come thinking on. that you have it all together. And God's like, no, you need grace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're actually wrong. And it's just so funny too. We talked about it with self-righteousness that you really will be sitting there thinking you right. Mm-hmm. And the self-righteousness is actually proof of how unrighteous you are. Yeah, yeah. It's just wild to me. Yeah. I mean, and when you think about the spectrum, you got pride on one end, you got shame on the other, mm-hmm. and then you have humility in the middle. Oh, that's good. Though. You know? And that's so it's either visual. I'm seeing myself way too high yep. or I'm seeing myself way too low. Yeah. But that's why in the beginning when I was saying a healthy and balanced yeah, perspective, that's good. it's like one, you're unbalanced. If you're pride, you're up mm-hmm. too high. If it's shame, you're down too low. But humility is just balance. It's mm-hmm. right in the middle. Mm-hmm. I see all the greatness he has put in me. And I also see all the ugly that I need to still work mm, on, you know? Mm-hmm. It's and it's a, like yeah. the grace helps you get back to humility. Mm. Cause the pride is like, I didn't even recognize how much grace I need for myself yeah. and for them. And the shame is I forgot that I have grace yes. and mercy, but it's like so grace kind of brings you back. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Cause I got him. I yeah. may have a lot of things I got to work on. Mm-hmm. I may be too prideful, but it's like the grace that brings you back to like to a place middle. where you are, you are more balanced. That's a great visual. That is good. I'm gonna think about that for a while. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> keep going. Okay. Let's, go a little deeper since we already talking about pride can you kind of walk us through um what are some of the ways that pride can really prevent us from finishing well yeah well you know i just shared about the superior sense of self mm-hmm. um the lack of compassion right another big one is like pride is willing to burn a bridge rather than to leave it built so mm. in thinking about that it's like every relationship every connection that we have to something there's a bridge there yeah there's a means by which we can both walk across and like see each other in the middle mm-hmm. and ideally even when you decide you don't want to be in a relationship or a season is ending you still want that bridge to be there so that there's still a means of connection even if you choose not to cross the bridge anymore Mm -hmm. but pride will be like burn it burn that thing down like i didn't know what you i I didn't know what i was about to say either lord so hold up you can't (laughs) cuss on here and rain it back (laughs) But pride will be like, burn it all to the ground, you know? Burn it. And the thing about life is you never Mm. know what could happen. You don't don't know who you'll see again. You don't know who you'll need again. You don't know what rooms you'll be back in. And if we let pride drive how we choose to end a season or relationship, we we run the risk of preventing future restoration or healing. Mm -hmm. Leaving the bridge there allows, even if in the moment when something dissolves, Mm -hmm. even if you don't reconcile it, then there's still an opportunity Mm -hmm. because the bridge is still there. Yeah. Can I just add something right there too? It's like also burning a bridge doesn't honor God because what if God was using you to minister to them? Mm. So it also could burn opportunities that God was using to minister to them, to show them love, to show them grace. It's like, what if God was trying to use that bridge to get to them? Yeah. And then you're burning down a bridge that he was trying to use to get to them. That's wild. Uh, And what a terrible ambassador of the Lord. (laughs) It's I'm like, embarrassed. Ah, forget it. Light Burn flame. it down. I don't need it. <laughs> Match. I know God's Boom. like, oh my baby. Set it on fire. Struggling. Um so yeah, now now when I think about ending mm. seasons or relationships, I really try to prioritize ending in a way that would allow me to go back if I ever needed to. That's smart. You know, if we ever cross paths again, mm-hmm. I'd want to be able to have a genuine, positive interaction and know that I operated with dignity, integrity, and respect mm-hmm. in how I approach the ending. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing I'll say is like pride just it stunts your growth. <laughs> like when you're so busy blaming and deflecting and mm. resenting other people, you miss out on what lessons might be available. You're right. And you're at so much more of a higher risk wow. of repeating the exact same circumstance. Mm-mm-mm. 
It, I wow. mean, thinking about every job I've ever had. It's ugly. It's ugly. <laughs> Literally. I that. mean, it is ugly. It, oh, it pride really blinds and deafens us. So we're not able to see or hear the mm. truth that is laced in every ending. Yeah. You're like right. no matter how you're perceiving something, there's always some truth there yeah. and you miss whatever truth might be there. So, um, mm. so I'm studying Proverbs right now. And one scripture that I came across that relates to pride, it says to humbly receive wise correction adorns your life with beauty and makes you a better mm. person. So just the ability to be able to receive from other people, um, it, it prevents us from being in a position where we can't grow into mm. the best versions of ourselves. And that's the ironic part is that you can be so prideful thinking everybody else the issue and you're the drama. And you go to the next job and you're the drama and you go to the next relationship, but you're so busy blaming everybody. You never realize that it's you. You're the drama, bro. Jeez, what a waste. It's also like I, one of my biggest, I won't say fears. is one thing I think about is like, I don't want this pain to be for nothing. So to go through challenging situations, to go through a challenging ending and have too much pride to recognize how God was trying to use it just to go into another situation where he's going to give me the same test. Like I'm literally going to have to keep retaking it, Repeat. but I'm not trying to waste no pain personally. Mm -mm. Nope. That's good girl. Well, we talked about God a little bit, but getting into a little bit more, Mm -hmm. uh, what role does God play in our ability to remain humble? And why is it so important to involve him as we process endings? I'm going to take y'all back to Proverbs just because it's so good. (laughs) And uh, chapter 15, verse 33 says, fear of the Lord teaches wisdom. Humility precedes honor. Wow. So I'm going to break down both parts Mm. there. So the fear of the Lord teaching wisdom. So, you know, humility is a product of wisdom and wisdom only comes through fear of the Lord. And when we say fear of the Lord, you know, submission, reverence, respect of what he has to say. So God's role in our ability to remain humble is that we must not only be connected to him as the source, but we actually have to be submitted. We have to be willing to listen to and hear and follow what it is that he says to us. So as we spend more time with him, we hear from him, we learn from him, we're gaining wisdom that helps us develop humility and know when and how to exercise it. So in this scenario, like looking back, I thought about like, had I been more submitted to God in that season, what would I have heard that might have helped me better navigate that? Mm. I remember in the moment I kept being like, well, just let's just keep trying. Let's just do another chance and another chance. Had I been listening to him, maybe he would have actually had me step away from the friendship sooner. And though that may sound harsh, I think about it now and I'm like, it might have protected our hearts a little bit more. It might have not let us have so many instances of disappointment to where it built resentment. Yeah, But I didn't know that because I wasn't, asking for wisdom I wasn't spending time with him in order to help me be able to receive from him Mm -hmm. and then the last part where it says humility precedes honor if you don't bring God into the process if you don't stay connected to him as you're approaching an ending Mm -hmm. there's no way you'll be able to honor yourself or Mm -hmm. others as you are stepping into the ending of a season that's good when you were talking two things came to mind that we haven't actually talked on is like humility is not an excuse for putting up a poor treatment Mm-mm. Sometimes there's like a false sense of humility where you kind of feel like I'm like a martyr and I'm like, no, like that's actually not humility. <laughs> that's not. You talked about having a balance and a, a clear vision of ourselves and others. So I just th- I think that's interesting is like you can kind of have this false sense of humility mm-hmm. where you think you're actually being humble and you're not, which is so wild because you're trying to do the right thing. Yeah. But the pride of feeling like you have to save someone or sacrifice yourself for someone is actually still the opposite of pride. Yeah. And that's wild. Which is why I think it's which is why I think it's so cool how humility is connected to wisdom yes. because wisdom would yep. allow you to have a right sized humility. Ooh, that's good. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. humility that says 
I, I also know who I am mm-hmm. and I know whose I am. And mm-hmm. I know that the Lord would not have me endure this type of treatment. That's right. where wisdom comes into yeah, play to say, good. actually, it's better for me to walk away from this. Mm-hmm. And and humi- the humility in that is trusting him yeah. and exercising respect as you walk away. Yeah. You know, so mm. it's just crazy how they are s- truly so hand in hand yeah. and how you need that word from the Lord to help you yeah. even exercise humility in a way that's healthy and yeah. and protects you. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Uh, well, kind of rounding it on out. Uh, can you give us a few practical things that folks can do to remain humble as they work to finish well? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I have to start by saying that humility is really a characteristic of God. Talk about it. Um, it is one that requires him. I don't believe that there's any way for you to be humbled without him, Mm-mm. like for you to grow in humility without involving the Mm-mm. Lord in that process. Um, as humans, pride is our natural posture. Is, <laughs> like that yeah. is our default. <laughs> so you have to make room for him to move. So with that in mind, some of the practical things, I think I've said this every episode, both of us have, but I want to echo it again. Like you have to bring God into the process, yeah. but more specifically what I'm learning more recently is you have to pray for wisdom. Mm. It don't just happen. Like mm-hmm. it is something you have to like seek from God yeah, wisdom good. to know what to say what not to say whether this whether to stay or go to try again to close the door but mm-hmm. you have to be consulting with God in the midst of every moment of every season mm. so that wisdom can birth that humility in yeah, your life and you keep that healthy and balanced perspective of yourself and others mm-hmm. the second thing I would say is just be honest I think honesty is a huge part of humility so we have to be willing to be honest with ourselves and others like Mm -hmm. if you've been hurt say so but also recognize when you've done the same thing we have to really kind of prioritize those hard conversations um, keeping the truth on the surface instead of burying it deep and letting it turn into resentment Mm -hmm. and then the last thing I'll say is just show grace like operating in humility requires becoming familiar with grace We have to be willing to show people the same unmerited kindness and favor God gives Mm. us, even when we feel like they don't deserve it. Mm. At some point in our lives, either in the past or the future, either we didn't deserve grace or we won't deserve it later on. Mm. And at that point, it's like we will just hope that the people around us love us enough to extend us that grace. (sighs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, I don't even know what stood out to me the most. I'm like, there's been, you dropped so many gems. I mean, I think what was really helpful for me to think about was just needing God to be clear about me, like needing God to help me get a revelation of me so that I can be clear about me and move in a way that is honoring to myself and to him, but how we Mm -hmm. need him to see, we need his help to see us clearly so we can move in a way that is loving and just that visual of shame and of pride and how humility is in the middle and how we need grace to get there, which is really, really a really beautiful, um, I don't know, beautiful visual. And it got me excited for our next episode. Well, really, no, this ain't the next episode. This is the last one. This is it for this season, oh baby. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess, I don't even know what to say. I guess that was it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> how you season. feeling? What you think about in terms of like the last little takeaways and encouragement for this episode? Um, I think the thing that stood out to me was just that pride stunts your growth, Ooh, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. and I think like, mm. If you desire to be someone who continues to, like that scripture said, to grow into a better person, then you have to let pride die. Like you have to constantly be working to get to kind of what we talked about with that, that scale, if you will, Mm -hmm. you have to constantly working to get to the middle, that place of humility, that place that um, recognizes and respects grace. Like Mm -hmm. we constantly have to be working toward that healthy and balanced perspective of ourselves. Mm, mm, Mm. mm. Well, that was a word. 
Wow, that was good. All right, y'all. Well, hey, do us a favor and uh, share this episode with everyone you know. Like, yeah. take a screenshot, <laughs> post it to your stories on Instagram, and tag us at Rooted Life Podcast. We want as many people as possible to, one, just enjoy this season, but also um, to know that we have our series finale coming wow, real soon. Series finale. Yeah, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, something that would really bless us is if you could do us a favor and rate us five stars. Leave a brief review letting us know um, how this podcast and this season has really blessed you. We would love that. And this week, speaking of reviews, I want to shout out at Hogana8, mm. who said they feel heard and seen oh. when they're listening to the pod, which is truly one of my favorite comments yes. because it means that we're doing what we said we always wanted to do. Yeah. So thank you so much for sharing that yeah. review. All right, y'all stay tuned and uh, be on the lookout for our last and final episode coming soon of the podcast. We love y'all. Stay rooted. <laughs>